prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indie Invasion. Prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indie Invasion. Oh, wait, I... <laughs> the only problem with doing that loop thing is it'll surprise me. <laughs> oh, see, now I have something to do to surprise you. Keep What's me on up, my toes. Peter? Welcome to another episode of Indie Invasion Shorts. We're glad you could join us. Um, we were experimenting with some, some new upgrades on the StreamYard account, so that was why we looped the video on the front end there, so... What's up there, Clem Kadiddlehopper? Um, we are, whew, it's been a day. Yeah. It's been a day. Uh, well, it's almost Friday, right? It is almost Friday. It is almost Friday. Um, but what have you been working on? Wait, well, wait, wait, more important. I know one thing you've been working on. That's right. Is that what you're going to talk about? Tell us what you, tell All us. Right, tell you us, know tell what? us. Let me let me let me find it in my many many windows, and I can actually share it. Oh, you should. Uh, let's see. We want that. Oh nope, I already had that open. See, he doesn't know what he's doing. Okay, share. Here we go. Here we go. The tension is building. I can hardly stand it. Sharing is caring. That's right. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. Is it doing it? Oh, oh, there's Redbubble, the greatest place in the world that you can <laughs> I get. don't know why it's taking forever to load. All of your indie invasion uh, swag. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool stuff. I thought you were just gonna bring up the picture. Weird. No. No. All right. I'll I'll keep trying. I'll I'll share it in a bit. All right. Uh, anyway, anyway, we got a new T-shirt. Well, not even a new T-shirt, a new design. So I can probably bring it up. But anyway, I'll let you bring it up because it's your thing. We have a new design, and it's super cool. So go get yourself a – I couldn't decide. I already bought one. Um, but I couldn't decide if I wanted a T-shirt. Oh, it's up. Boom. Boom, there it is. In the Invasion Shorts, fastest 30 minutes in game. There you go. That's the it's all your fault, Todd. <laughs> that's right, Todd. So that's the new T-shirt design, or the new artwork, rather, for uh, whatever you want. A hat, T-shirt, hoodie, whatever it is. I live in South Carolina. I might buy one of those hoodies in about eight months. I'm not buying one right now. Yeah, so, it's a little warm right now. A bit warm, a little bit on the warm side. However, I really do like the coffee cup. The coffee the cup. Can, you coffee can never cup. not have yeah, enough coffee cups, coffee right? Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Got to have the coffee cups. But so that's what Eric's been working on. I've been, I'll tell you what I spent and I think uh, I'm going to push my printer off the table. Uh oh, like, don't do that. This is like the fifth failed print I've had today. Oh, no. And it's driving me nuts. So is that what you were talking about having a day? 
uh, that's part of it. So I've, I've changed the nozzle. I've changed the uh, Bowden tube. I've changed, uh, I've just, it's just making me mad. It's making me mad. So it let me print something small, but it's not letting me print something big. So I don't know what it is. And I'm mm. tired of messing with it today. So, hey, there's Tonio. What's happening, sir? Um, so that's been making me mad because I'm trying to print one last piece for one of my buildings. One of my buildings that I've been working on from the Zilvern Skyhold, and it's the roof template. That's it. So I'm about two seconds away from just cutting a piece of foam core to the right sheet and going, bam, there you go. Now my excuse will be it looks a little different than the other building because it's not identical. That's the point I'm at. Hey, with. different contractor, right? Exactly. Different steampunk <laughs> contractor. I don't know how those contracts work with them, but so oh, I've been Clint, working on that and um Clem's uh, having uh, issues with resin printers today. Uh, so it's, I guess maybe it's just a printer day. I don't know. But I've also was working on a couple of you know, I like my NPC models in my games my little story arcs in my games so horror clicks does amazing stuff for twisted even though they didn't know they were doing it for twisted and the click <laughs> stuff the click stuff actually is really good sculpts i've only stripped a couple of them i usually just paint over but i have stripped a few of them and you would be surprised the quality of clicks sculpts most of the time they're really actually pretty good, and they do pretty good on a repaint. So I've been doing that. Um, yeah. Now I've been doing a little bit of building. Um, I'm more of what else? Don't look back. That's my new hotness right now. Um, well, that, that's your new hotness that you have I, right now. I, I built this guy today. Deranged mechanical Easter bunny. Oh, yeah. So Did I'm looking forward to playing his scenario. Disneyland yeah. goes mad, the animatronics. That's going to be a fun one. Um, other than that, I've uh, been kind of resetting my game table because this week I'm going to try and do some Don't Look Back, some nice. solo plays. I kind of, my my schedule opened up a little bit this weekend that I can just sit and mess around and try Are you stuff. To record anything? I'm going to try and do a couple playthroughs just to, uh, you know, get that feel of it uh it's been a while since i played so a bunch of pictures and do some after action reports. yeah that's true i could take some pictures and so that, put them up on the old discord and well you can do that you can do a video with them too and do the after action report yeah that'd be yeah. kind of cool that's what i do with county road z so I, tonight i am waiting for my new t-shirt so i'm gonna rock the og aquaman tonight. well i got the other side of the comic uh spectrum today and I'm wearing, uh, you guys can kind of see, it's not Batman. <laughs> <laughs> then it has to be Wolverine. Yes. What else? So so anyway, that's what's been going on. Um, if you guys, whatever you guys are working on. By the way, props to all the invaders because I've seen lots of pictures. of. Yes, you, you guys are hitting the Discord pretty hard this week since we did the uh, show me show us your hobby gaming space. Um, I love seeing people's pictures and like their work area, you know, it not only gives me ideas, but it, I'm sure it gives you guys ideas. Oh, heck yeah. I'm, I always get ideas from it. I'm like, I need three of those, and two of those, and I should probably get one of those. 
the glass yeah. display cabinets always make me jealous not gonna lie because i don't have well i have the one acrylic one that my wife found at the thrift store three that you bucks. blinged out already <laughs> three bucks three bucks yeah i put the lights on top of it i just i only did the disco one just to, to show that it has different colors like right now it's on over there and i just have the white lights on okay you know, or i do the like the pale blue looks pretty cool with the twisted stuff and the green so I've, I've got it over there but yes i had to do the uh steampunk disco i can't remember who said that someone said it either on facebook or in the discord there was i've created a new genre steampunk disco can't remember who said it. i should have written that down it was pretty cool um <laughs> So now I'm now I'm gonna need to find the right model so I can introduce a steampunk disco guy into Twisted. There he is. Good morning, Alder. We have Good our morning, coffee. Alder. Ready to have a cup with you, sir. And we miss Tim. Hey Tim, welcome in. Um you know, I caught Tim at the front. I'm I'm sure I'm almost positive you can find a disco mini. Um oh yeah. I mean it, there's gotta be one similar in skates. Gotta you might have one. one already. Look in your well, street I wars. I do. There's actually um, a model from Purgatory that is. Um, she's uh, she's roller skating and she's oh, got there the vibe. Go. She's got the Princess Leia buns on the side of her head. But I don't know. Do I? Oh, I sound a bit distant. Let me let me check my mic settings. It's probably on the wrong mic. I am. I don't know why I have to change this. See, time. we need you guys. We need. See, you I guys. know because we we don't know what we're doing. That's been obvious from the beginning. But anyway, I don't know what happened with the original iteration of the game Purgatory. But the models, the scale was like kind of all over the place. Oh, was some it? models were really big humans, and then some were really small. It was just the. It was just kind of all over the place. Hmm. Uh, so she's a little bigger than I would want to use. Beast of a woman. <laughs> yeah, like like Oliver, beast of a woman for Twisted. She'd be rolling up on Oliver with uh, with her roller skates on, and it'd be over. He'd run away. She'll give, she'll give us Sly Stallone run for his money. That's right. Over the top. <laughs> um, anyway... Anyway, what are we talking about, man? Well, yeah, since we're we're getting on rambling here, I guess we could jump into tonight. So tonight's uh, we were kind of noodling this a while back, and uh, we've been kind of simmering on it. But we wanted to talk about what makes a good scenario. Uh, now we covered making scenarios and shorts way back in twenty eight. Um, but that's tonight long, we wanted that's to look at what 40 makes forty episodes back. Yeah, that was a ways back. But tonight we want to look at what makes a good scenario. You know, what exactly might make one up a little more detail and, you know, does it have stuff in there to make it fun yeah. yet challenging? Um, yeah. So uh, as always, we just create a bunch of idea list and we just spew them out at you guys and spew them. <laughs> we'll see what you guys participate in and, you know, you guys always come up with great ideas that sometimes we don't, talk, you know, think of. But I, I, I thought the first one, jump right into it, is you need a doable goal to make a great scenario. You know, you don't, you don't want it super hard that you just you're getting your butt kicked every time. You want, yeah. you know, 
challenging, but not over challenging where you just straight up die or, you know, it could be maybe player versus player type of thing. You know, that's still fun, just a straight up murdering each other. Yeah. But you kind of want something special, a goal, whether you're playing versus each other or, you know, co-op. So I think with the goal um, and Eric Luchard of Antimatter Games that created Deep Wars and Shadow Sea, he did this in his campaign based one. So you have these doable goals, but they're at different levels. So there's ways to make them harder. And I think that that kind of makes for a really interesting scenario because you can go through it one time and be like, oh, well, I felt like that was a little easy. Yeah. When really you just rolled well. But to have those varying degrees of difficulty within the same scenario, I think creates a little bit of replayability for it, too. Yeah, that's a big thing. Um, And I don't think we put that in the list because I figure it's going to come up quite a bit was replayability. Yeah. yeah, you don't want a too easy where you're just like, okay, yeah. one and done. Uh, you want to have some fun with it and see what happens and have it different every time with because of the goals. Maybe, you know, you try to get the goal. Uh, I'm going to go left and maybe next time you'll go right. You know, that yeah. type of thing. I think um, over the years, I think we've seen scenarios really develop more. Um, I remember the old 40K where it's just, hold an objective, you know, or, or kill. And there's nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with those. I think that those can be fun, but it's a lot more fun when the goal is maybe a little bit more dynamic, a little bit more creative, Mm -hmm. but to be fair, that's really hard to do in large scale games like a 40 K game. And I think they've been kind of mixing it up a little bit with their, with their um, war cry and all of their smaller games, re-release and Necromunda, uh, Clem says, are we discussing solo, co-op, or player versus player? I don't think it matters. Uh, it's it's whatever you, whatever you think really creates a good scenario. Um, because I, I think some of it, uh, some of them are, are kind of interchangeable a little bit, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes to all. Yes. Yes to all. Yeah. And I think the last couple of years we've seen a lot come out of because I think of solo, really. Um, Even even co-op. I mean, because you can do co-op by yourself, too. You're just playing more than, you know, one or two characters. Maybe you're playing all four type of thing. And you can do the reverse with a solo, too. You know, you can have your buddy come control two of your people in whatever war band or whatever you have. Mm-hmm. Or even if there is like some kind of villain in it, you know, they can control instead of having like right. an AI system control it, have your buddy control it and make the kind of the those choices that they would randomly yeah. make. Just have somebody make them. I think um, we discussed this a long time back with the zombie game outbreak that came out of New Zealand that we stumbled upon is it had that built within the game that it was co-op where you and I could play the game as survivors against the AI zombies. Yeah. Or you could even bring a third person in and the zombies were set up to be played, not, not really as a faction, but you could play them as the villain, as a player. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I got Alder says here, there has to be a challenge. Too easy isn't fun. That's why he likes Black Plague as his favorite zombicide. As we lose more than we win, 
So the challenge is there. Yeah. Yeah. Makes I, you want to keep playing, right? Yeah. I don't, uh, I'm not so much about the win at so much as the story. And I know we've said that a million yeah. times and I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but I'm, I'm the same as Alder on that one is I want to come close, but probably lose as much as I'm going to win. Uh, maybe not in a player versus player, but definitely in those solo and, and co-op games that the scenario that's going to create that for me, I think is, is really good. And Todd jumped in there too. Uh, the secret objective cards. Yes. Those made for great games as well. Um, as well as yeah. Wild West Exodus had them. Yeah. I know that um, Shadow Sea and Deep Wars have secret objective cards. Uh, Twisted has secret objective cards. A different way for people to score points. I think that's yeah. kind of neat because you could you could have no clue what your opponent's trying to do. It's because of that little thing. Oh, are you kidding me? I lost my last game of Twisted just because of that secret objective card. I was like, yeah, I got the last victory point right there at the end. Pulled it off. You know, I did the, the big save right there at the end. Everything worked out. And then he's like, I got my objective. <laughs> it's like I, knew I, I knew I had won. I knew I had won. Hey Matt, what's happening? What's up, Welcome Matt? to we're at we're at the shenanigans. Yeah, portion, shenanigans so. portion. Yeah, we're at shenanigans. <laughs> um well, so let's see. Go ahead. What do we got up next? Because I think this terrain. is in your wheelhouse. Yes, terrain that you can interact with. This really is. I love this. This was one of the things that really attracted me to Deep Wars and Shadow Sea where there are not just terrain that you can interact with, like opening a door, picking up a box or something like that, yeah. but terrain that is dangerous. And yes. I don't mean like dangerous terrain where, you know, you roll a D six and you get a one, it's bad for two to six is fine. I'm talking about like a saving throw type of role or a mm -hmm. dodge type of role. Something crazy happens to you where it becomes uh, potentially a tactical portion of the scenario because nowadays a lot of games have that uh, mechanic where you can push someone vice just killing them, right? Yeah, We yeah. see that in several games where there's a push or a knockdown or knockback, whatever it might be. And so that comes into the strategic portion of positioning yourself where you can just swack, you know, do a little bit of damage and leverage maybe your knockback skill to knock them into whatever lethal terrain it is so yeah that's a lot of fun that's a it's, lot of fun i kind of look at that kind of thing as almost uh like a third player we talk about terrain yes. could be the third player always the third um, player but when the third player your terrain will eat you like a giant venus fly trap yes. <laughs> it's like you got you got to keep your eyes in the back of your head because you don't know yes. what's going to get you yeah I, I mean and there's such i, I really don't there's no limit to what you can do when you're crafting a scenario like that to, to do that. Um, anything you've ever seen in any kind of sci-fi movie or fantasy movie that's mm -hmm. super dangerous. One of my favorite things in Shadow Sea is you put down this, just whatever kind of small template you want to make. I, I made some uh, custom ones, but it's like this little field of, flowers but when your character walks through them it stirs up all the spores and if That's you fail your check 
down you go, sleeping for the rest of the game. Yeah, I'm seeing shades of Wizard of Oz right there. Uh, right. Big time. Right. Yeah, all <laughs> kinds of stuff like that. And so making those part of your scenario, I think, allows you to really broaden what you can do within the confines of the scenario. Because then maybe what you have to achieve objective-wise has to do with the terrain, overcoming it, bypassing it moving yeah, something, yeah. opening something, you know, any number of things. We did a really big twisted one once where the objective of the game was to get a particular model to the door of an airship and open it. That was it. The other person was to stop it. And then, of course, there was more that went to the rest of the, the game, but that's the next point. Yep, yep, that is. And the next one is one of your favorites, linked scenarios or right. maybe just a one-off game. Right. All right. So, so go ahead. So why would we do this, Mac? That's all I was going to say. <laughs> oh, why would we do that? Well, the one I was just talking about where we played with the uh, getting to the door of the, the airship is the next scenario was actually an air battle where we took the airship up because we got we got it and started it and then you know we had this air air to air interdiction basically uh and it was it was really cool matt said uh i like when terrain has variable danger then you might be enticed to risk an interaction how lucky think, you yeah. feeling <laughs> yeah and because it might be and and when you're setting up a table see I, I think setting up a table is is like it's like list building right i don't like list building but i like setting up a table so I'm going to make it so that you, you would have an option. It's like, go through this really dangerous terrain and risk something happening to you, but cut nine inches off of how far you have to go yeah. to get there so that you can beat the other guy there or go all the way around and hope you're just a little faster. Yep. Yep. Risk, or, risk and reward, risk reward, basically. Um, Alder says, this is not a test, has a lot of dangerous terrain. Yes, they do, and they do affect the scenarios in lots think, of ways. You know, I think Retro Ray Gun has some, too. Um, I would have to look. I don't remember. It's been a while since we've looked through the book, but uh, I think it they probably like, does. like that kind of terrain. You know, you're on an alien planet, so yeah. it's going to have something indigenous. So um, so what were we talking about? We were at linked scenarios, one-off games. So basically, it's like tell a story over a few games or maybe just a one you know, one shot type of a story. And I, I like that. That's, you know, we're very, we, we probably beat narrative to death <laughs> on the show. That's a fair but, statement. That's fair. But that's what makes the games, the scenarios fun, right? Is telling some kind of story. Now it doesn't have to be the same story. Could be the same scenario, but a yeah. different story each time. And I like that. I really like that. And the flip side of that is especially as busy as everyone tends to get sometimes just doing a one-off scenario is good. Mm -hmm. So that's why you want a good scenario because it's hard to do a linked campaign scenario. If you're getting together once every month and a half, mm -hmm. you're like, I don't even remember what happened in the last scenario. So sometimes those, that's why it's important to have a good scenario. Cause if you're just going to play one game, you want to kind of encompass that piece of your story and all of the good stuff um, in, in kind of compress it down into that one, you know, 
See, Todd said, using the scenario to balance the army size of players is fun, too. You'll have to elaborate on what you mean by that. I think I know what you mean, but elaborate on that if you can, please, sir. Um, well, since and since he brought it up, that's right into the next point. That's right. Yeah, that's we're, like, we're all on the same page here. So He peaked at our notes. I think he peaked think at our so. notes. So, question. Does, does it have to be balanced to be fun? Mm, that's a very good question. I think I think ultimately that depends on the players. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of yeah. In theory, you want it to be balanced, but right. I don't think it has to be to be to be fun. You know, it depends right. what you want out of the scenario. If you just want to win, maybe. But if you just want to tell a story, no. Right. Just have fun with it, and you know, if it is very unbalanced, well then. You know, you make those adjustments. Maybe, yeah. maybe you need more zombies. You know, maybe there just isn't enough zombies. Wait, 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 wait back up, back up. Back Never up. enough zombies. What do you right? mean? Maybe you need more zombies. You <laughs> always need more zombies. You always need more zombies. Um, I yeah, I think that that's uh, that's a really good point. I. So I play te- I've play tested a lot of different games and play tested a lot of different scenarios for different companies. And uh, in, in the process, when I'll be doing something, if I, especially if I'm writing it, something for myself, like a scenario for myself or something along those lines, I have fun when I get crushed, but the, I have to kind of step back and go, okay, not everyone is going to have fun getting crushed in this scenario. So I need to dial it back to create that balance. And I think that you do need to, to kind of have it, have it wired in there to some degree, just because not every, if, if you're putting out a scenario just for yourself, fine, make it however you want. Yeah. But I think if you're putting it out there to the general, the rest of the world, you got to have some degree of balance because some people will look at it and just be like done. Yeah, as, I, I think as long as the the challenge is there for the goals, um, you know, it it can be unbalanced. Um, but yeah, you, you you don't want it too generic and stale. Because I think yeah. I think there's an important distinction there too, though, and that's between a player versus player game versus a solo or co-op game. Okay. I think, and Alder brings the point up right here in player versus player you have to have an equal chance of achieving that goal. So it has to be, ultimately, it has to be fair for both people to try and get there. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, playing a solo game, yes, you want to be able to achieve your objective. But since it's a solo game, you know, there's a whole lot more freedom that goes into that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think here's Clem's... Uh kind of going on his one uh statement about instead of the 1200 point guy cutting make the story make it playable i got you. i got you. yeah okay i i that's that's what i thought you were meaning but i agree with alder it, especially in the player versus player you have to have that balance what did matt say i think as long as the scenario can be one it doesn't matter to me how challenging the scenario is I like yeah. it when difficulty creates fun narrative. It makes you want to try the scenario again and explore different options. Right. And that's what I was saying. I th- That's where I think the real distinction is between balance in a scenario. I think if you're writing a scenario for player versus player, you need to be very, 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 very cognizant of the fact that the goals need to be 
equally achievable yeah. by, by either side. I think you got a little bit more wiggle room when you're doing solo and co-op stuff yeah. because you're already uh, crafting that mentality of the story because that's really what the, I, I can't off the top of my head think of any solo or co-op games that are designed to not be a story. You know what I mean? It's like they're all designed really to yeah, tell yeah. an Otherwise overarching story. You're kind of just doing a math problem then, right? And how exciting is math? Uh, a plus yeah. B equals C. Sure. I mean, you want a little more of the uh, flavor, I guess. Yeah, and Alder says solo and co-op should be a lot harder. I, I agree because I think when you're doing that player versus player, the challenge is the person. And sometimes it's just the list that they built, depending on what you're playing. Mm. Uh, but it ultimately is the person. So I, I could agree with that statement. And here's the thing about this whole topic. This is so subjective. Yeah. It, it's it's so subjective because it's really what you like. I think you can have some, some baselines on it. Things like player versus player needs to be achievable, equal chance, different objectives to win. Um, and I do like asymmetric win conditions too, Matt, like you're saying. That makes yeah. it fun if you're not just trying to both hold the same flag right in the middle of the board, but you're trying to do different things, but still achievable. So I think there's some baselines. But again, really almost everything we talk about, unless we're painting, is subjective. And even that's subjective. It, you, paint goes on the model. That's about as hard line as, as I think we can get. <laughs> But with narr with narrative stuff, with competitive stuff, with how you set your table up, with um, uh, scenarios and competitiveness and all of that kind of stuff, it's really so subjective. It really is. Um, oh, I think Alder's doing math over there. He's starting to throw numbers up. Don't confuse yeah. us now. Hey, hey says, I got out of school years ago. <laughs> he says doesn't have to be exactly equal. Each player can have different objectives. Should be within ten percent. Yeah, I can see that working in a lot of games, being within 10% of the, the, the points values is uh, what I'm assuming that you're talking about. I, I could definitely see that. Um, yeah, and like he said, tournament really scenarios. really shouldn't have tonight, didn't we? Yeah, I know. He was say, also followed up with tournament scenarios have to be exactly equal, though. You want yes. that equal playing, playing level. Um, yes. And you know what? It comes down to chuck and dice is fun, too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's why I played orcs in 40K. <laughs> I we had an excuse to buy more dice. I just tell my wife, you know, ah, you know, I just bought a new squad of boys, so I'm going to need 60 more dice. Oh, geez. <laughs> so next on our list is solo co-op or two-player scenarios. We kind of touched just covered on this. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes time and travel limits you to so yeah. to solo, but the more the merrier. Sometimes, yeah. Um, and then I said co-op. See big bad. Um, that's our next one. You know, yeah. strategizing together can be great. High five moments. Yes. I love a big bad in the game. And I love mm -hmm. what Zombicide did where they you know, they have these big abominations as they progressed farther along throughout the games. Um, like the Wild West one with the gorilla and the alligator and all that stuff. We got those coming. May or may <laughs> not be. May or may, may or may not be coming. Possibly. Maybe. Some. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, but then our last one, as I touched on, was use a big bad to bring to bring down. You know, you, that that's yeah. a perfect goal, right? Uh, always fun to band together and figure out the problem together. Yeah, yeah, 
And I, I think I think there's just there's so much to our hobby that people get to pour into. And there's so many different parts people like. Some people like building terrain. Some people like painting. Mm -hmm. Some people like list building. Some people like building scenarios. Some people like writing yeah. objectives. And it's all good. That's that's the thing. It's all good. There's nothing wrong with any of it. And you, you got to just embrace the guys that love to build terrain. And you jump on them and go, okay, you're in charge of all of our tables for our club. And yeah, you know right. what I mean? So it's it's all, I think it, I think it's all great. It's all great. And it just all comes together and lets us play with our little plastic. You can't even just say your little plastic or your metal soldiers anymore. You got to be man. like my resin men, my metal men, my plastic <laughs> men, my CO cast men. <laughs> all the men. Oh, let's see. Matt's saying he loves when a big bad can grow change based on the player's choices. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool. I mean, yeah. that's that's very um RPG like. <laughs> oh yeah, and and when it's written into the scenario again, that's you know, crafting that that scenario and doing that is awesome to be yep. able to do that. Actually, I'm I'm thinking hmm. I see steam. Yeah, right? I'm going to do that. I'm going to go do I'm going to do that. I, I actually I have to work on a uh a new twisted character tonight anyway, something I'm doing for, for one of my games. So maybe, and I got, I got lots of, I got lots of different models because I found Etsy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I found Etsy. I didn't know. You already, were yelling at me for doing Etsy. I, that's why I was yelling at you. I was like, oh my gosh, if you do it, then I'm just, I'm only going to, I'm only that rabbit hole for so long. So long. I've done good. I've done good. I haven't ordered anything else. I'm still working, working my way through um, my, my custom celestials for uh, twisted. So, okay. See what there. Okay. Well, you know what guys do just like that. The shenanigans must come to an end. Ooh. Uh, fastest 30 minutes in gaming, but we hope that uh, we expanded the gaming universe a little bit. What? Give you guys something to think about. Um, but that's it, Mac. Um, you know, we're going to shorten our jargon here at the end. If you guys want more, just hit up all those places you can hear stuff and uh, check us all out. Those on places the, you can hear stuff. Yeah. And check us out on all the social medias. Um, yeah, I like that. We Smooth. appreciate all the likes and follows. And hey, this one I do want to plug. Get on Discord. Yes. Get on Discord. We love seeing the interaction you guys are doing. Um, if you, you know, you guys got an idea for a channel, we'll put it in there because we love that you guys are starting to chit chat and the community, right? Yes. The community and, and more, more hobby space pictures. Those are awesome. Yeah, yeah. But then, of course, check out Red Bubble. We got a new shirt. New shirt. <laughs> flat, flat coffee mug slash ball cap slash iphone holder slash whatever whatever you want to slap it on yep yep that's right but that is it for this week's thursday night indie invasion shorts you guys uh keep an eye open for some more hobby streams uh it's been a busy week but i'll probably do something saturday again um if you want to hang out work on stuff with us and uh until next time, guys, prepare yourself for the invasion.